You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Church family, I'm excited today to be with a couple of special friends for me, Sam and Tammy Rhodes. Uh, Our topic today is marriage, and so the Rhodes family, they're going to share with us just a little bit about what God has taught them in their journey of marriage. So, icebreaker question, hey Tammy, how long have you guys been married? How long have you been in this? We've been married 32 years. Fantastic. All right, so uh, role models, Sam, do you guys, do y'all have any marriage role models? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, Tammy's parents, Max and Dana Hunt, are great role models for us. Been married over 50 years, uh, love the Lord, and it's definitely uh, a couple that we've really looked up to um, over our 32 years, plus six years of dating prior to that, to uh, to emulate and to model our marriage after. So there's a lot of people out there who are making in-law jokes, but not you guys. Y'all are y'all are blessed and thankful for those role models. I'm glad. Uh, you, you and I were chatting a few minutes ago about uh, some advice that you were given, I think, when y'all were in premarital counseling about the time that you were getting married 32 years ago. Uh, Tammy, what was the advice that your pastor gave you? Well, our pastor, Sam Clark, before we got married, advised us that when we did get married, we needed to find something that we enjoyed doing together because it's very important that you spend time with each other. And... It may be something that Sam doesn't like, but he's willing to do with me. He may have something he likes I'm not willing to do, but we need to find something that we enjoy to do together because it's very important to spend time together. Well, you know what? Marriage can be tough, so I think it's a fantastic tip to enjoy it, to have fun, learn to play together, do something you enjoy. Well, let's let's shift gears a little bit. So you guys are going to share what God's taught you in your marriage. And my prayer as our pastor is that God would take our time together today and that he would bless the church with it, that he might use it to encourage lots of other couples. We'll be doing episodes like this throughout the week. So uh, Sam and Tammy, what is the, what's the big thing that you brought today? What has God taught you about marriage? Yeah, um, you know, marriage to me, is, it's like a marathon. It's like, it's like a race. You know, just as a runner trains for the marathon, the ups and downs of hills, so do we in marriage. I mean, marriage is... Uh, is something we have to train for. It just doesn't come natural. You have to work at it. Uh, we we use God's word and what God's taught us over the years to to put into our marriage and to learn and to, to just get stronger so that we can finish the race. Um, you know, there's ups and downs. You can't get too high on the highs. You can't get too low on the lows. Uh, but just know God will sustain you through everything. Fantastic. And I, I totally agree with that. I think that you know, in 32 years, you guys are certainly proving the value of that marathon. You guys, if every year was a mile, you'd be you'd be out past your mark. Proud of you guys. And I've noticed that just like everything else in our marriages, if we don't provide some energy and some focus and some maintenance, uh, they do sort of devolve. They they get to an unhealthy place. So that's great great advice, um, Tammy. You guys came prepared to share a few of the things that have helped y'all run the marathon well. And so what's the first thing you want to talk about that's helped you in the marathon of marriage? I think prayer is probably the most important thing. Um, I think you should pray for your partner daily. Um, I know during the years that we've been married, I tried to pray daily that God will give Sam wisdom. Um, When our children were young, I prayed that he would be a strong leader of our family, um, especially in our faith. Um, 
I think you need to pray for your spouse every day that God will protect them and to help them walk away from temptations. And another thing is that you may not feel like praying for your spouse at all, but that's when you need to pray the most. And you might even need to pray for your own attitude and that God will change your attitude toward your spouse in some of those really difficult days. That's awesome. Sammy, when when I was a younger guy, I thought that prayer was all about me telling God what to do. And I have learned in the last few years that prayer is much different than that. In fact, when I go to the Lord in prayer, I'm more interested in how God might change me, change my attitudes. And I find that it's hard to be mad at somebody that you're actively praying for. And so when I've prayed for my wife, Lindsay, uh, it just sort of changes my attitude about her altogether if we're having one of those tough days, which, of course, never happens in our house, right? <laughs> so that's awesome. I'm inspired to hear how you're praying for Sam. That's really encouraging. Well, I remember at one marriage counseling session we went to, well, it was a deal at our church in Texas, and there was an older couple that shared with us, and he talked about how they were fighting one day and just really at each other. and. They kind of went their separate ways in the house, and he went to the bedroom and found her on her knees praying for them and their marriage. Wow. And I just thought then that's the kind of prayer person I want to be in wow. our marriage. That's fantastic. Hey, so that's so basic. I mean, that's marriage yes. 101. But I bet if we took a poll, we would be um, probably a little shocked to find that we're ignoring that most basic step, praying for mm-hmm. our spouse. Great. Anything else you guys want to say on prayer before we shift to the second key to the marriage marathon. All right. So you guys, um, you guys told me that commitment was an absolute key for the Rhodes family in this marriage marathon. How's commitment worked out? What's God taught you about commitment in your marriage? Yeah. I mean, commitment is a really a foundation part, just like prayer is commitment to your partner, commitment to your spouse is very important. Uh, you know, when you, when you get married, that's essentially the, the, thing you're taking on you're, you're committing yourself to your spouse and and um you know it, it's just something that um you don't take for granted i mean that's just something we take very serious we're committed to each other and the well-being of each other and and that's something we take very seriously yeah i know um when Lynn's and i were were getting married and we were thinking about the weight of taking your vows together of standing in front of your church and your friends and god and promising that, hey, till death do us part, I'm I'm here. But in our in our years, married 18 years, I can't tell you how comforting it is to know that no matter what's going on, neither one of us has to have any doubt that we're going to be here tomorrow for each other. You know, if the Lord gives us breath and life, we're not going anywhere. So uh, the the joke that used to be passed around from some older people, you know, when when we would talk about marriage and church, as a couple of my older friends used to say, you know, I've, I've never thought about divorcing him. I've thought about killing him, but I've never <laughs> thought about divorcing Of course, it's, a, it's good for a laugh. And, you know, several of the, my, my friends in our older generation at church have passed that down to me. But there's actually some wisdom to that, just to knowing that no matter what happens, our options are we can live mad and be miserable or we can fix this, but we're not going anywhere. That certainly motivates you to fix it. That's right. We've never brought the D word up in our marriage. And I just think, too, that commitment means you've got to commit to putting God first in your marriage and then your spouse and then your children and then everything else after that. And I know especially if you're a new parent, that's very difficult because you want to put that child ahead of your spouse. But 
it was God's plan for us to commit to him first and then our spouse and then everything else after that. So borrowing Carterville wisdom of the ages, that's something Brother Hogan used to say a lot. Uh, and it made an impression on me. Even before I had kids, I remember hearing Brother Hogan uh, preach or teach or counsel or just say around the office that when you have your children, you've got to guard against the temptation of letting the child be a superior priority to your spouse. And I have learned the wisdom of that. I've watched if couples prioritize each other, then that child's going to grow up in a stable house and the blessings are just sort of naturally passed down the family tree. But if the spouse is ignored and the children become the center of the family, uh, sometimes the the wedding, the marriage, sorry, the marriage kind of starts to suffer. And when the marriage suffers, well, the kids are going to suffer too. I have, I've seen Brother Hogan's wisdom play out many times. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. So keep your spouse first. And, and it's easy to take that spouse for granted. Hey, after 32 years, you know, I'd love to know how you guys keep each other prioritized. You know, how do you, how do you make sure that you don't let that slip? And I don't know. I know you guys didn't plan to talk about that this morning, but do you have any tips for us about that, Tammy or Sam? I think when you have a love so strong, that just comes natural. I want to do things for him, want to do things that he likes or I know is going to make him happy. Um, doing things that he wants to do when maybe I don't want to, but. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, putting her first. It makes me feel good. When she's happy, I'm happy. You know, when I can do something for her, uh, I get more out of it myself than, than if it was done for me, if I did it for myself. I'd, I'd rather do something for her and make her feel better or, or whatever because it makes me feel better. And once again, it's a, uh, you know, killing two birds with one stone, essentially. You know, she feels good, I feel good because I've done it and she's happy. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think it's a priority that, um, you know, once again, if she feels good about it, then I That's do as well. Great way, to bring the, great way to bring the Christian mindset into your marriage. You know, you're thinking uh, more highly of somebody else and of yourself and you're serving them. Very Philippians too, very Jesus-centered thinking. So I'm proud of you. All right, so a third key that you guys brought today to make a, a successful marriage marathon is companionship. You said that God's taught you a lot about companionship um, so that you could have a a successful marriage. What's the Lord taught you all that you could pass on to the church family today? Well, I think the companionship goes along with spending time with each other and making a point to do that because especially nowadays with technology, you might both be sitting there on your phones or watching TV, but I think you've got to make a point to spend time with each other and quality time, talk to each other talk through the easy things, the hard things, um, just enjoy each other. You know, I feel like God has blessed me with Tammy as far as a spouse because, you know, you can do stuff for yourself and, and you know, you feel good. But when you have someone that God's given you to enjoy life with, uh, it really makes for a good companion. It makes for a good time because she she enjoys it. I enjoy it. So, you know, you, you can share. You can do whatever you want for yourself, but it's just for yourself. But when you have someone to share it with, i.e. your spouse, it, just, it makes you feel better whenever she's enjoying it, and I am too as well. And this may sound corny, but we even enjoy going to fill up the tank of gas together. <laughs> you know, after we eat dinner or something, if he's got to go get gas, I enjoy riding with him. We just, 
we love each other and we enjoy being with each that's other. That's awesome. That's a good that's a good hopeful vision for all of us. Thanks for sharing what you've gotten from 32 years together and boy, I want to say that Lindsay and I love you. We admire you. You guys, y'all's marriage, your family. Um, it means a lot to us just watching from a few pews over. And so thanks for coming to share today. Um, I guess the last thing, just for fun, and you're not prepared for this, is totally off the cuff. But hey, Sam, Tammy, if you guys could go back 32 years and give some advice to, uh, to Sam and Tammy Rhodes, newlyweds, what would you tell them? Remember to put the other one first in your life. Um, make sure God's first in your life. And then, you know, the rest will work out. <laughs> Don't sweat the small stuff. I know people say that a lot. Always be respectful. Just like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, marriage is like a marathon. You're going to have ups and downs. Don't get too excited about the ups and don't get too low about the downs. I mean, because, you know, you've got to be able to handle the, the highs with the lows and uh, just you know, enjoy each other through those highs and through those lows. And remember that no one's perfect. Everybody's going to have weaknesses, but just encourage each other through all of that. That's awesome. Hey, thank you both so much for being with us today. Um, as we enjoy the content, I want to remind everybody that on September 15th, we're going to have a Carterville marriage event, just a night to focus on marriage. It'll be a fantastic in the family event from 4.30 to 6.30. We'll have a, a meal for a date night. We'll have some giveaways and games. We'll have a few fun things, but also a lot of encouraging content, testimony from church folks at Carterville who've learned from the Lord in their marriages. And the design is to encourage all of us to help us finish the marathon strong. Thank you all for being with us, Sam and Tammy. It's been our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.